Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot No Questions Asked, Master in the Art of Intuitive Reading, and also the Tarot Coloring Book. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 195 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is Tarot and Angels, and I'm speaking with my friend Andrew Barker. Welcome, Andrew. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, I um, was looking at the angels in the cards one day, and I thought, you know what? I need to talk to you about tarot and angels because I know you work with angels, and you're one of the readers. I, I mean, I think you're one of the only readers I know that does a lot of work with angels. So I'd love to first start out before we even talk any tarot business. How did you get into working with angels? Oh, so I grew up in a very very Christian home. I don't know, you grew up Catholic. I grew up Baptist. Uh, so it was like, what? there was no funny business at all. And so angels weren't a new topic to me. Um, but when I kind of began living on my own and I didn't have to go to church every Sunday and, you know, I didn't, I had to make choices about my faith. And I, um, I picked up a book by Teresa Caputo, The Long Island Medium who I freaking love her. And she talked about seeing the number 444 and how that's an angel number. And whenever you see it, there are legions of angels around you in that moment supporting you. And as soon as I saw that, as soon as I read that, I saw that number everywhere. And 444 became 111, 222, 555, 1111, everything. And I was just like, how, like, what, what does all of this mean? And so naturally that led me to, um, to Doreen Virtue and she had a deck of cards and they were angel tarot cards. And I had been told that tarot was bad. You're going to go to hell if you, you know, touch a tarot deck and, you know, it's just not going to be good. But I saw this and I was like, this feels good to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I could do this. Like, I feel like this is something that I could like work with. And so I bought, actually, I was going to a Catholic church at the time that I bought my deck and I actually bought the um, Archangel Power Tarot and the Everything Catholicism book. <laughs> and it was just, it was a funny purchase, but I, I pulled the deck out and started working with it. And I just opened the door and I wanted to soak up everything I could about who angels really are and how they're not anywhere near what I had grown up to, to, think of them to be. You know, my friend Damian Eccles also teaches a lot about angels and he says angels are very neutral. They're very neutral. Uh, and I, I find that that whole perspective very uh, interesting. Do you think, I, I mean, I, I want to ask you about those numbers too in a second, but I mean, angelic beings, do you think they're neutral? I mean, what, what do you think about their presence? Um, I'm not familiar with, um, with his work, but to me, I think that angels want to help regardless of, of whoever wants to ask them for help. Um, I think that they, they operate on the law of free will. So they're, they're neutral up until that point. So like they, like I can have an angel right here. And if I'm making a shitty decision, <laughs> like they're not going to do anything. <laughs> they're not, I'm not going to get any like guidance unless it's like a life-threatening um, situation, but I believe you have to ask for their guidance the majority of the time. 
And if you, that's why people have a hard time, I think, with working with angels because they're like, oh, well, I've never like had an experience with one. I'm like, well, have you asked? Like, have you asked to have an experience with an angel? Like, have you looked up like what your favorite color means and like what angel that's tied to? And like, maybe you should work with that. Like, I, I, I think I do agree that they're neutral to a point, but I think that they, they'll be there in, you know, less than a second, the moment that you ask them to be there. So in your opinion, what is an angelic being? I mean, what is an angel? Is it like someone who's passed on? Is it, I mean, what is your opinion on that? For, I, I'm curious. So I believe that people that have passed on can act as like guardians and like spirit guides. Um, they, they're just kind of doing their own thing. I don't believe that um, when you pass over, you become an angel. I believe there's a set number. Um, there was, I believe it was Marianne Williamson. I want to say it was Marianne Williamson via A Course in Miracles um, that said angels are the thoughts of God. And that just blew my freaking mind. I love that. And so there are different, there are different hierarchies of angels. Um, the ones that we think about the most are Archangel Michael or St. Michael, uh, Raphael, um, Gabriel is like, you know, we're, we're heading into the holiday season. So Gabriel is going to be like everywhere. Um, but I believe that there's a certain, there's a certain amount that there's a certain number of archangels. They're like the, the managers. And then we have angels and then we have guardian angels who watch over us personally. We each have our, at least two guardian angels, right? Among us at all time. Um, so yeah, I hope that made no, that helps a lot. I mean, I think, I think you know, you always hear so many different, I, I grew up hardcore Catholic, you know, and so uh, the Catholic religion, there are, are archangels, Mike, I mean, uh, Archangel Michael, my mother always had a statue of him, always had a candle burning to him. That was her guide to, you know, fight the negativity and the evil around the world. So I remember that was a very, very important angel for her. So we often yeah. see that image. And I have one of her uh, images here in my office, too, because oh. I think when you grow up Catholic, you know, even if you're not a practicing Catholic, which I'm not really, uh, there's certain things about the religion that you find still um, you take with you. And I know the Mike, the Archangel Michael is something that plays a big role in my office. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I totally, I, I love your description about that. Now, I want to talk about those angel numbers because uh, I'm not an angel number person. I am a numbers person. And I'm a math person, and right. <laughs> I do astrology, which is all math. But angel numbers is something that, you know, I've come across. It's not something that I know a whole lot about. So if you could explain what are angel numbers, I know you said it, it's a sign when they show up that angels mm -hmm. are watching over you. I mean, is there only certain numbers that are angel numbers? How does this work? No. So literally every number that you could possibly think of is an angel number. Um I have, there's, um, there's tons of great resources. Alana Fairchild has a book. Um, she doesn't call them angel numbers. She calls them just like universal guidance numbers. But Kyle Gray has a book um, that I absolutely adore that's called Angel Numbers. And like 111 means to keep your thoughts positive because they're manifesting super rapidly. So you want to, like when you see that number, that's like, okay, get your shit together. Like you have to like, you know, get, get positive. Um, two, two, two is that you are on the right path, that the path that you're on right now, like you're good. You don't have to do anything else. 
except just keep going. Um, 333 is about Ascended Masters. So whatever Ascended Masters you um, you work with, Jesus, Kuan Yin, Mother Mary, um, Ganesha, anybody you work with, that's a symbol that your angels are bringing them in to work with you. Um, 444 is legions of angels um, and, and so on and so forth. And it, it's it's really... Once you went, that's a rabbit hole that once you, once you fall into, like you just start seeing them everywhere. I have an app on my phone. So ah. every time I see one, I'm like, oh God, what does this mean? So there's <laughs> an me. app for it. Yeah. It's, um, Alana Fairchild has the app and the Dorian Virtues and her angel numbers book had an app too. That was phenomenal, but it, it's no longer compatible with anything. Um, but it's really good. But yeah, Alana Fairchild has an app called the 1111 Oracle. And it's just phenomenal. Like, it's so good. Well, 1111 follows me. I mean, I'm born on the 11th. My birth path is the 11th. My name adds up to 11. Um, I see 1111 all the time. You know, and I never really thought too much of it, except like, okay, well, you've got 11 birth paths, so that's probably what this is. I didn't think of that from an angelic perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 1111, that's a a lot of 11s. Yeah, I've That's got a, I've got <laughs> I've got an eleven problem. <laughs> so um, <laughs> um, wh- now, the, of course, in in tarot, you know, there's angels. But before we talk about that, how do you combine your work with angels with the tarot with the tarot readings that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I first started reading cards, um, there was an angel that I immediately just gravitated towards. Her name is Haniel. Um, and before I, before I go any further, angels don't really have genders. Um, it's just how they present and, you know, how we perceive them. So, um, I've, I've always been taught that Haniel, that Haniel presents in a very feminine way. So that's why I use those pronouns. Um, but they can present in any way that makes you comfortable. Um, and she's the angel of psychic abilities. She's the angel of clairvoyance. Um, and I believe she's Kabbalistic, um, in nature, but. I started working with her because I wanted to grow my psychic abilities because I knew they were there. And so I started working with um, the Archangel Power Tarot and I really, I I had an exercise where I saw myself in her pale blue light before every single reading. And I I had a long ritual (laughs) that I used to do before every single reading. It's gotten a lot shorter now, but it was just, that was my first like, experience with an angel and so now in in readings i kind of um try to give angel prescriptions like oh so you're struggling with this and so maybe you should work with this angel if you feel called to if you don't feel called to work with an angel here's the color that you can work with that's associated with them like here's a crystal you know there's multitudes of ways to bring in the angel's energies and i kind of try to sprinkle those in wherever (laughs) wherever i can because i think everybody can benefit from it can't hurt nothing oh no absolutely you know and i always say i'm nice to every god just in case but i think also the brilliance of the work that you're doing what's really beautiful you know so many people fear tarot and by really showing them that there is angelic presences that can help them and tarot can be a tool for that i think what you're doing is i think you're doing something that's really unique and it's really helping people to see how much of this can be a tool for healing and higher you know, spiritual consciousness, if you want to call it that. Uh, and I think it really does take some of the fear out of it. So I, I think this is really brilliant that you're combining them. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. That's, that's my main goal. My whole thing is bringing angels down to earth and kind of like trying to, um, trying to help people realize that they're not 
as inaccessible as we've been told that they are. And that through tarot, whether it's angel tarot or which is an amazing tool to start with if you're looking to start in tarot, but you're scared, grab an angel deck by Radley Valentine. Like they have keywords, like they have whole sentences on the cards. The artwork is amazing. And it's, it's a nice like stepping stone. And then, you know, you'll have 500 decks laying around (laughs) (laughs) because you started. Yeah, but that's a great deck for people who want to start and they're a little nervous about tarot. Absolutely. Or if they're looking to have more of an angelic connection to the tarot, that's a Mm -hmm. great suggestion. And what is the deck again? That's the angel tarot or what is it? This is the, um, there is the angel tarot. My first deck was the Archangel Power Tarot. Um, A really great one is his new deck, the Angel Wisdom Tarot. That one just hand is hands down one of the best he's ever done. So anything by Radley Valentine that's angel related, you're going to just, you won't regret it. Excellent. Well, I'll have to make sure to have include some links here so people can find uh, his books and decks because yeah. people are looking for, you know, different types of decks. And, and the one thing I find too with tarot readers, I mean, tarot readers come from so many different backgrounds and so many different religious beliefs and sometimes none at all, um, you know, from pagan to Buddhist to, Christian readers and and every every little stripe in between. So I love that there's decks for everybody. Like an angel's deck is something that actually could appeal to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the angels that are in the classic tarot deck. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, I've got the Rider-Waite-Smith deck in front of me, and there's a couple cards with angels in them. And I would love to get your perspective on them. So let's start with the lovers. I mean, okay. the angel that's watching out over this couple, first of all, it makes me think of the Garden of Eden. What mm-hmm. can we learn? I mean, what is this angel trying to tell us in this card? I feel like with the lover's card, it's such a, I think it's one of the most like deep and layered cards in, in, in the deck because it can mean so many different things. It can mean a relationship. It can mean making choices. It can mean making choices about a relationship. Like it's there's just a myriad of things. But I think that this angel, and especially in the Rider weight with his hands up like this, I think this is a, that's a cosmic like stop and take a moment, stop and take a breather, because you know if you're familiar with the Bible story, you know of course it was Eve who or they say it was Eve who you know caused everything to happen. But I think this is more or less a stop before you make any sudden moves, stop before you enter a relationship and think. Because if I'm not mistaken, the lover's cards are associated with Gemini. Yes. And so like really stop and think about how you're going to communicate. And have you asked your angels for how to communicate in this situation? For how you think, for communicating with your partner? Like, have you thought about that? It's kind of how I see that. I love that. All right. Another angel that's really well known is our temperance card. This is one of the yeah. cards that I call, by the way, when I do mediumship readings, my guardian, one of the guardian angel cards. Uh, but what yeah. do you, what does this card have to tell us? What is the angelic message in this card? I think with the temperance card, the message of this angel is that you can have, but you can have a foot in the physical and you can have a foot in the spiritual. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. And the difference card is that moderation card. It's that balance card. So it's not good to be, you know, both feet on the ground all the time. And it's not good to be floating in the water of, you know, psychic spirituality all the time. Like you have to like marry the two. And I think with this angel, it's really, and the, actually the angel that rules over the, um, the balance card, which is a temperance card in angel tarot is Archangel Zadkiel. 
which is the angel that helps you like with clear thinking and the angel that helps you that kind of balance the scales in your life. So I think this could, this angel is like, you have to like take a moment, take a breather, take a pause, balance yourself, find what's going on. Are you too much on one side or are you too much on the other side? Just like stop. (laughs) I love that. And you know, so many people in our world, the tarot world, we want to be in that spiritual world all the time and that's not good. No, no, it's not. It can cause a lot of um, unbalanced type things to happen. <laughs> yes. And what about judgment? I mean, now this, this angel's got obviously a big message. So what yeah, would the message absolutely. be? So when it comes up in angel terror, this is Archangel Jeremiah. And Archangel Jeremiah is the angel of life reviews. He's the angel that when we pass over, he's the angel we sit with and watch the review of our life. But we can still access that. And it's actually called renewal in the angel tarot. We can access that renewal. We can ask him to take an inventory of our life at any moment. And the angel here, whether you identify with it as Jeremiah or just the angels in general, can, is saying, hey, like, this is a wake up call for you. You need to ask me for help. You need to ask for clarity. You need to ask for me to show you kind of what shit's not really working <laughs> and how to move past it. And because if you can wake up to something, but if you don't take an action over something, then I mean, you might as well go back to sleep. I love that. All right. Now, what about the Wheel of Fortune's got four angels in it? Yeah. I mean, that's so, a busy right away. And I got to say something now. I'm, I'm putting two and two together here. Two and two is four. And you were saying four, 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 the Legion of Angels. And now suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, there's four angels here. Oh, my God. The, so with the wheel card, that's always been one of the cards that like, for me in readings, it's either just a card of things are changing or things are changing, like in all capital letters. And I think that the four angels in the Wheel of Fortune card are saying, look, like you're protected no matter what, your bases are covered, your corners are covered, you have angels who are guiding you through whatever change, whether it's positive or the change you wish hadn't occurred, you still have angels that are in your corners who are fighting for you, who are guarding you and keeping you safe. I love that you said angels in your corners. That is brilliant because there are angels in every corner on that card. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I'm going to be thinking about that number four now. Okay. That's all right. Two more cards I want to ask you about. So the two of cups has kind of this weird angelic figure. I mean, I don't know what to think about that. It's, it's like a lion. It's an angel. What the, what? Uh, Actually, I took the lover's card out of my deck too. Uh, Cause I was like, Oh, there isn't, as I was flipping it through, there was, I saw an angel in that one. Um, in angel tarot, this is Archangel Raphael, who's the angel of soulmates, the, arch- the archangel of relationships and health and healing. Um, but with this angel, I think it's I think it's just a simple message that you are being watched over and that you're being guided to the right people who can help you in whatever it is. So if, you, if, it, if it's a health reading, you're being guided to the right doctor, you're being guided to the right specialist. If it's a relationship reading, you're being guided to or away from the person that you're meant to be with. Like, I think that there's just so many layers to this angel but I think it's really bringing in partnerships for you, like bringing in ideal partnerships for you. I love that. So I have one, one last angel, and I don't know 
what were you going to think about this? Now, of course, you know, I grew up super Catholic. And one of the stories that was really a profound story was about the angel of light who became the devil. And he was the most beautiful angel and he was banished and became a bad guy. And, you know, so that's something we grew up with. Uh, and when I look at the devil card, I mean, he's got big wings and stuff, but of course he looks pretty, pretty dark and heavy. I mean, what do we have to think about? I mean, do we, can we look at this as an angelic force or um, I mean, what do you think about that? I think we can look at it one of two ways. Um, because like I said, angels, can help us without permission in life-threatening situations. So with the devil card, if your vices, if your addictions, if the if your patterns have caused you to go into a downward spiral, like it's gonna be tough, but your angels are there to help you. And that's kind of a weird way to look at it in a positive in a positive sense. But I also feel with this particular card, it's actually my favorite card in the deck. Really? I I will not buy a deck if I don't like the devil card. The rest of the deck can just make my soul sing. But the devil card, devil and death, I'm not, I'm not having it. Um, I really feel like there's a message here in that story because in the Bible, the devil got greedy. You know, yes. Lucifer got greedy. He wanted, he didn't care about anybody else. He cared about himself. And I think the devil card is kind of the personification of not caring about anybody else, looking out for your own gratification. And this is saying, look, you can repeat that story or this is your like you need to change course now i agree you know what's interesting with all these cards with the angels too there's an element here about choice yep and i i'm looking at like the two of cups the devil the lovers the temperance judgment and even the wheel of fortune there's really something here about choice and i think what you said about the angels uh, you know, really being about free will and Damien's that they're mm -hmm. neutral. I think there's a lot of truth with that. I think with tarot, tarot is actually very neutral too. And it can yeah. for good, mostly for good. Uh, and it's all going to depend on what we do with it, what we do with our choices, whether we go with the high vibe or the low vibe. Absolutely. And, you know, your angels never judge you either for the choices that you make. So, like, if you think that you want to work with angels, but you're like, well, I said this thing or I did this or, you know, X, Y, Z, they don't care. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> uh, they're in your corner, as you said, Wheel they of are. Fortune. I, I just yes. love that so much. And this is just such a great conversation. Uh, I, I really love you sharing your wisdom with me here today. And I'm going to be looking at that number four and that Wheel of Fortune, which has got <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Mm. I'm going to be thinking about that a lot after this conversation. So, Andrew, where can people find you if they want to work with you? Um, and what have you got going on that people need to know about? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually have a Patreon where you can join. And each month we go over a different archangel. Um, you get exercises, you get a tarot or oracle card spread, um, journal prompts, and you re it's really a practical place to learn about angels. Like you don't have to like buy any extra tools or, you know, crystals or anything. Like it's just an accessible way to learn about angels. And if you want to book a reading with me or you want to find out more about what I do, you can go to tarotwithandrew.com. Um, that's where you can find me. And you can find me at tarotwithandrew on Instagram. Um, Pretty much just type in Tara with Andrew and you can find me anywhere. <laughs>
Excellent. Well, people, if you are looking to get a reading that's going to incorporate angel work, or if you want to learn more about angels, Andrew is your person. So make sure you get to his world, book a reading, sign up for his Patreon, and see how this can maybe uh, give you a new perspective on tarot and maybe help you to develop a, a stronger relationship with your angels. So once again, Andrew, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots of more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, tons of tarot books, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and many other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful, angelic day. And by the way, if you're digging the podcast, do me a favor. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that helps more tarot curious people find their way to this podcast. And as always, I like to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember, you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. Mm -hmm.